<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. My co-host is my friend Shan. Good evening. And today we are discussing episode five of The Courtship. I am loving this. Shan, I do not think is convinced. <laughs> Very interesting episode, this one. On tonight's episode, the parents run away and the children will play. Miss Remy's brother comes to take their place as chaperone. He invites four of the men to dinner after some archery. Then one man interrupts. After the dancing, at the end of the evening, one man leaves. Mr. Bukikio features very heavily in this episode. The girls are talking about him at the start, about the passion in their kissing during the dance. During the archery, he steals her away, and he's super confident talking to her, but Mr. Remy comes up to talk to him too, and he's not very impressed. He's one of the people that Mr. Remy specifically says, I'm unsure about, when the sister and friend ask his opinion. Mr. Hunter is shit-talking Mr. Bokikio about how he kissed Miss Remy in front of everybody, but that seems a little bit weird considering they were all kissing her in front of each other at the carnival. Yes, but that was... Different situation? Yes. Mr. Bokikio is talking to Mr. Remy. He refers to wanting to find a plus one, which Mr. Remy takes issue with. But Mr. Bukiko is really realistic about time frames. He thinks two months is too quickly to know whether you want to marry someone. But he does ask Miss Remy and she says, yeah, I'm looking for marriage. And he's kind of shocked. Which is a little bit of a surprise. When I watched him throughout tonight, watching some of the facial expressions that people had, when Miss Remy's brother and sister were talking to her about... Mr. Bukikio and how he seemed a little bit pushy. She um, shuts down, doesn't she? You can see her face close off as she's talking to them. She doesn't want to hear it. No. She really likes him. Because what he does is he sneaks out from the boy's house and steals her from the dinner that Mr. Rumi has organised with four of the other suitors. Of course, sneaks and steals are all in quote marks because obviously the production arranged for him to behave this way. Or they encouraged him to. So it's hard to know. The dinner was interesting. A couple of things. I would have had the seating arranged differently. I would have actually had the two females sitting either side of Mr. Remy because you should have had male, female, male, female. But that irritated me. So I'm just talking about customs as well. It was really bad form of Mr. Bukikio to come to a private dinner. He shouldn't have been admitted. If it had been Regency, he would not have been admitted. They would have actually called Mr. Remy out to speak with him. I'm thinking this was all planned by the production company, which makes it completely false. Mr. Remy is not impressed with his behaviour. But when Mr. Bukikio says, can I take her away and talk to her... Mr. Remy allows it, and he yeah he should have said no. He did initially say, you can wait outside till we finish, but eventually he relents. He shouldn't have gone, but if he was sent by the production people, then fair enough. But he shouldn't have actually been admitted into the dining room. Mr. Remy should have been called out. He could have then invited him into the dining room, or in fact he would have he should have actually called Miss Remy out and stayed there as chaperone if it was being properly done. But it was incredibly bad form. It was tasteless. 
But I do think that Miss Remy has basically made her mind up at this point. She's really, really into him. She's enamoured of him. His big thing that he had to tell her, because he's realised he's fucked up again and not given a good impression, is about his parents' relationship and how they're really supportive of each other when they were sick and he wants to really know someone before he's in a relationship. And then they end up kissing. And she's happy that he's finally opened up. But then she tellingly says, if my family doesn't approve of someone, I'm not going to marry them. And it's really clear that her brother and sister are not impressed by his behaviour. I was also watching his expression. Like, he behaved badly with the other men. Oh, because that's the other thing. He goes back to the house and is a dick to all the other guys. They're like, you interrupted our time with her because they didn't get to see her again after dinner and Mr Judge was finally opening up and getting to know her. She left during dinner and didn't come back. And he was like, you know, you snooze, you lose. She should have said no. Prior to this, I liked Mr Bikikio. Is he being edited to be a bad guy? Was he being edited to be a good guy earlier? It becomes really hard to tell. I took some shots of them when they were on the balcony and also a few other shots when he was in the room. And there was expressions that looked like he was smirking. I'm feeling less comfortable about him. The guys call him on his behaviour, in particular Captain Kim says, you're supposed to be behaving a certain way, with etiquette, etc. And Mr Bakikio says, I have little cousins who complain less than you. Snarky and dismissive. All I could think of was, he's a real estate agent. <laughs> Snake girl seals. <laughs> I had the same thought. But he's not even on the last dance card. He's safe this week. One of the other etiquette things that was bothering me last episode and was even more this episode is everybody's calling each other by their first name. And they shouldn't. They're not even trying. I mean, really, they're not actually getting into the spirit of it, which is a bit irritating. If you're going to make a thing about being in Miss Austin's world, Regency world or something, you would be encouraging them to comply. And it would actually help. Suddenly you hear this other name and I'm thinking, who's that? Exactly. I can't follow it. Not when there's nine guys and you're trying to remember who everybody is. No, I did quite like Mr. Judge. So he's one of the new guys and he... Uh Again tells a story about coming from a small town in Michigan of 800 people. But he also says he hasn't had many relationships. And Mr. Remy finds him really genuine. But he's also really honest about the fact that he works too much. There's a number of guys I quite like and would like to get to know more. I think there's also a few guys there which are like dazzling. And I think that's where Mr. Bukikio comes in. He's a little bit dazzling. I was thinking, you know what, it'd be really nice to have like a comfy dad in there, like a dad bod guy. We'd just be like, oh, he's so cuddly and comfortable and I can relax around him. Rather than all these really hot, ripped guys who look like models, and a lot of them are. I mean, yes, it's attractive, but I think most would women would rather settle down with a dad. Mr. Judge is one of the people that's invited to the dinner and he opens her lobster for her, which was very gentlemanly because she's a bit uncomfortable with it. Which, why did they serve it? None of them quite knew what to do with A, pea soup, B, the lobster. Mr. Judge was finally opening up about himself. He talks about not being close to his family. So one of the things he's looking for in a relationship is 
to create a family and he wants to join the family of his partner, which is exactly what the Remy's are looking for. But he gets shut down because Mr. Bokikio comes in. Miss Remy tries to make up for it by putting him on the dance card so she can apologize and say that she wants to know him. He repeats again his, I want to be a good father and a good husband. And he's so happy that he stays. And they kiss, which the boys aren't happy about. Bit of a flirt. She's kissing every man and his dog. (laughs) She and her sister are giggling about it. They're having a great time, which is what they're meant to be doing. Dr. Hatim is shirtless a lot, which the host comments on, but... Surely he's been told to be shirtless by the production. Why mock him for something you've told him to do? What we don't know is, have they said, you know, make the most of your best assets? Some of the others are actually well ripped as well, but not going around without their shirts. He does a really good move, though. There is another backflip, but also he grabs a mosquito out of thin air when it's buzzing around him. No effort. That is a very attractive feature for me because they bite me terribly. Dr. Hatim doesn't hit the target during archery practice and then sort of shoulder checks Mr. Remy on his way past, which is not a good look. Mr. Remy eventually goes and talks to him and says, you know, what are your 10-year goals? It's really clear the Remy's want these guys to be committed and they're worried that he doesn't mention anything about a partner. He does know his sister and he's coming up with, I think, some very good goals. You wouldn't surely sign up to these things if you weren't planning on at least trying out for a relationship Or would you at least act as if you were? You would act as if you were, I think. I don't know whether it's they are becoming more honest as they're on television and they suddenly find they can't say this or they never thought about it. That's what makes it so false. You don't know what's real and what's just being made for the show. They can re-record things. Mr. Remy is unsure of Dr. Hatim, so he's one of the people that's invited to the dinner, and he ends up on the final dance card, meaning that both of the intruders are on the final dance card. Hatim says that he really wants time, but Miss Remy wants him to see a future with her, and he's not going to lie about it. He's really clear. He's honest. He ends up going home. The second doctor to leave. But he's really proud of himself that he didn't fake it and he didn't play any games. What we don't know is how much does Miss Remy know how they behaved when they're all together as a bunch of boys, for example. She won't know any of it. She won't know any of that. No. So it's only what she ever observes. And they will be on their best behaviour in front of her. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're definitely not. (laughs) If you're after a bit of excitement in your life and stuff like that, well, you might be after some quite different than somebody who wants to settle down. Now, she's still quite young. I think she's 24. Oh, she's very young. Which makes sense that the boys are a bit young too then. I was married at 24. So was I. The boys are playing beer pong hilariously in like these old cups while the other boys are at dinner kind of shows a little bit of their maturity but also i think it's quite funny they are young men and they're footloose and fancy free so you don't ever see them on their cell phones or anything so all of a sudden no, they won't have them they're sort of incommunicado and they they're like what do we do no television no nothing well we'll play beer pong what else can we do we've, we've played billiards god knows how many times by now <laughs> mr hunter is one of the guys that mr remy likes and i like him he gets invited to the dinner. 
but he's also on the last dance card. One of the things that I thought was really great is he knows her love languages, acts and service and touch. And he gets to stay. He's really happy about it. And the boys actually hug him. They're happy that he's staying as well. And this is the thing that I like to see. There's some for whom, yes, it's competitive, but actually they don't down others. And that's why I'm disliking Mr. B, because he's putting down the other guys. And it's quite different from saying, I'm taking all the chances. You have the same chance. I have to do what I have to do for myself. It's the way in which he's saying these things. And that is an unattractive attribute in a spouse. Previously, Mr. Castronova was in that role, being antagonistic to the other guys, but then he left last episode. So it's interesting that at that point, the narrative has gone to Mr. Bokikio behaving that way. At the very end, the boys come down, everyone's happy, and Mr. Chapman goes up to Miss Remy and says, I want some time with you. And she says, I'm going to make time. He's nice. I like him too. Would be awfully flattering, wouldn't it, really? Nine guys fighting over you. It'd be hard because you have to choose. You've got to reject eight of them. Their anxiety level. It's worse than buying a dress, isn't it? And when you get it home, you think, have I bought the right one? And that is our summary of episode five of The Courtship. My name is Frances Duncan. You can find me at francisduncanwrites.com and on Twitter at Francis underscore Duncan. Thank you for listening, and we wish you happy watching. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know, and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice Heavily Pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!